Hey everybody, and welcome to a Genuine Girl podcast. My name is Meredith, I'm a college student, and in this podcast I share my honest thoughts and experiences on all things college life. But today, I am not alone. I am joined today by a very special guest, Katherine Price. She is the founder of College Mindset, which is her company dedicated to helping students through the college admissions process. Now, whether you're going through the college admissions process or you're already in college, I think this episode will be so valuable for you because Catherine is going to be going through some of the biggest tips and tricks that she has learned students need to build throughout the college process, no matter where you are. I really have to say that this interview changed how I viewed the college process. Hearing Catherine talk about these six essential skills really put my mindset in the right place to succeed in college life, and I think she'll do the same thing for you. So I will stop rambling. Let's go ahead and get into the interview with Catherine. All right, I am here now with my guest, Catherine. Thank you so much for being here with me today and being willing to be on an episode of my podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm honored that you asked me. Of course. So to start, just because my audience may not know who you are, could you just introduce yourself a little bit and tell my audience what you do and just a little bit about you? Sure. My name is Katherine Price, and I am the owner of College Mindset, and I work with high school students and their families through the college process. Awesome. And I can say that working with Catherine, she helped me so much with figuring out where I wanted to go to college and what to do with my life. So if any of you guys are going through the admissions process right now, I would highly recommend Catherine to anyone because I, as as you know, a few years ago when I started going through the process, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. So... <laughs> You definitely helped me out, but I'm really excited about having you on today because I think the topic for this episode is really great for not only students who are going through the application process right now, but students who are already in college, which I know I have a lot of listeners who are. So today, Catherine is going to kind of take us through six of the essential skills that students kind of should be building during the college process and kind of give us some tips for how that can be done. So if you just want to get right into it, uh, we can start with, so I'm looking at her list of skills here, a very good list. Um, Well, let me go ahead and just give a little, I just want to give a little introduction as to why this is important. Um, You know, and I think you know, yes, I work with high school students, but part of my background is also I previously worked with college students. So this passion of working, of helping students build skills comes from both sides. Um, And I think that's why they can relate to both high school students and college students. Um, And I also don't want people to say, oh my gosh, you're going to give me one more thing to stress about as I go through the college process. I can't do that. And that's not what this is about. I think this is really, you know, having been a college counselor for the last almost 10 years, 
it's a, a way that I have recognized to kind of turn the focus of the process and really make it less about what's the most competitive school I can get into and really turn the focus to um, it, what's the best school for me. Um, and by following these skills, you kind of learn more about yourself and also accomplish the tasks that you need to get through the process too. Yes, I love that. Thank you for adding that in because yeah. I think that's very important to know. And um, yeah, I really, after looking through all these skills, I feel like all of them are things that I've definitely learned to deal with a lot already in college, but I'm still having to really go through and keep learning. And so it's, these are things that I feel like we're learning throughout the whole college process, whether we've, we're just in the application stage or we're already in it. So I think that's awesome. So if we want to go ahead and start and just get into the first skill um, on your list. So the first skill is building self-knowledge. So, and this is, this is probably the most important skill in just for students who are in college or in high school, really taking the time to think about who you are and where you've been is an important step in any major life decision. So it's something you should do when you're thinking about college or when you're thinking about your job search or even even choosing your major. So this is the skill where you really need to step back and say, okay, who am I? How do I learn best? And what, what do I value? What is important to me? And I think asking those questions can give you a really good foundation as you move forward in making a really big life decision. Definitely. I think that's something kind of, it's been challenging for me to do that because it's such an overwhelming topic and idea, just building self-knowledge. Like, oh my gosh. How do I do that? Yeah. Right. I get it. it. So something, some really concrete things that, and action steps that I want students to think about. So for the high school students, a lot of you have access to the assessment, do what you are, if your high school uses Naviance. So I highly recommend that one. The other one for high school students would be um, one called College Match, and that's available by Dr. Steven Antonoff um, through his website, which is schoolbuff.com. Those are two great ones. For the college students, I would really recommend going and visiting your career services center and asking to do personality assessments. Most colleges have those available for free for students to take. Now, it's not enough to just take the assessments. You should really try and sit down and go over the results with someone as well. Um, You can certainly review them on your own, but I find it really helpful to process them with someone else and have someone ask you, do you think this is accurate? Can you give an example of this personality characteristic? And that really helps you just kind of dive deeper into the building self-knowledge piece. Right. Definitely. No, I think that's great. And I've always loved personality tests because you can learn, even though sometimes you feel like you know yourself, taking those tests and actually seeing on paper like, oh, I'm this kind of person and I learn best this way. It can be really helpful with really all stages of life, no matter what you're going through. I think that's a good tip for sure. So... 
To get into your second skill on the list, I think this one is very important too. Um, (laughs) And also something kind of overwhelming at first looking in from the outside. And as I'm sure you'll kind of go over, it has to do with researching. So could you talk a little bit about this? (laughs) Yes. So I I don't think people often think of researching as a skill. But it really is um, really knowing where to find information and not only where to find information, but what are the good questions to ask? Um, that's a really great skill uh, for you to use throughout, again, throughout your entire life. Um, so, for example, for the high school students, this kind of stuff you want to start thinking about your assumptions of college. So what when you think about college, what do you envision? And what questions do you have? So, for example, if you have an idea about Greek life and you're interested in it, but you're not really sure what that would look like, um, what that means to be in Greek life, and what kind of questions comes with that piece. Um, So you kind of want to make a list of your questions and then ask individuals about their college experience. So maybe, again, going back to the Greek life example, ask if they were in Greek life and how did that process go and what was it like for them and how did it enhance their college experience. In terms of general college information for high school students, um, the two websites that I recommend starting at are called College Express and College Data. Both of them are really great at giving general information about the college data behind the process. And then if you want to get it more into the personality of a college, I recommend that students pick up the FIS guide um, because that definitely gives more of a narrative description of the college. Now, if you're in college and you want to build your researching skills, you really want to apply it more towards the internship process. So if you are looking at an internship, you want to be able to research a specific industry and asking questions about that industry. Again, going back to that building self-knowledge, why is it important for you to be in that industry? Um, And asking, you know, how people who may have attained the internship before you, how did they get there and what skills did they have? So really researching that part. You also want to look at, if you're looking at a specific company, what what is the values of that company? What is the mission? And how can you learn more about that in order to, again, research deeply into that part? Definitely. No, I think that's all great advice. And as I was thinking about that, I think it really ties into your next skill really nicely, too, um, because I feel like through all the research I've been doing, just since I've gotten to college with internships, but even before when I was trying to decide where to go to college, it also had to do with after researching some things, I had to talk with people. And that kind of takes us into our next point, which is all about networking. Networking. That's kind of scary. (laughs) Could you talk about that? (laughs) Networking is really scary. And I understand that. But this is something that I have really started pushing with my high school students, because I, it is so important, and I've seen it make the difference, um, both in the college process and in students later on as well. So, um, again, for high school and college students, I think the safest place to start networking may be with your teachers and professors. So, 
because you already see them every day. You already know a little bit about them. So this is a really good, comfortable place to kind of start your networking skills. So if you're in high school, you can certainly start networking with your teachers um, after class, asking them questions, sometimes starting with a question related to the class. That's a safe place. And then moving into other other areas um, that you know about them. Same thing with college students. Now I know some of your classes may be really big and that might be a lot harder. So going to office hours and connecting with professors that way, again, research ahead of time, think of a couple questions you wanna ask before you go into their office and that will make it a little bit more comfortable um, to reach out to those professors. Um, also for high school students, another important opportunity for networking is admissions officers. So when you're going through the college process, if you can connect with an admissions officer either at a college fair or when they visit your high school or um, when you visit the college, this can be an important step because sometimes if they can put a face to the application, it makes a big difference. So again, before you know you're going to have an interaction with an admissions officer, sit down and brainstorm a few questions, and they need to be questions beyond what you can find on the website. So instead of asking, do you have a psychology major, you should ask something along the lines of, I noticed that your psychology program only admit students after the first year. Can you tell me about that process? So make sure you identify something more unique about the and specific and less general, and that will make a bigger impression. And then the last piece of networking advice that I give, and this is a, for both high school students and the college students, is informational interviews. And I think this is perhaps the scariest suggestion uh, for skill building I have for networking, but I, I think it's super important. So informational interviews are where students can sit down with an individual who are working in a job that they're interested in. So first of all, how do you find these individuals? One, you can certainly ask your parents, um, you can ask your teachers or professors, you can ask friends, and hopefully you're able to find, you can ask the career services um, center at your school. If they have alumni, you can ask. Um, but hopefully you can find at least one or two individuals and you want to send them an email introducing yourself, explaining why you want to meet with them. Usually you want to say it'll be about 20 or 30 minutes. You don't want to take up a ton of their time. And you can do phone interviews or Skype interviews if that's more convenient. And then you want, once they say yes, you want to prepare questions and you want to have six to 10 questions asking about their path and people love talking about themselves. So asking someone about how they got to where they are, that's, that's a great conversation. So have six to 10 questions and the last question you should ask should always be, do you have someone else that you think I should speak with? And that's how you build your network because that one person will give you two or three other names and then you contact those people. And that's how you know students are getting job shadowing opportunities or even getting internships that ultimately lead to jobs is by building that network. So informational interviews are a really important part. And I know they're scary, but they're but they're they can really make a big difference. 
Yes, I think that's a great point to bring up and something that definitely scared me, but I think that is really what has helped me the most with networking. And I also know, I mean, I don't know if you have any thoughts on this, but especially today with my generation and everything, social media and technology is such a big deal. And I've been, you know, trying to build up a LinkedIn profile and network that way. Do you think that's a good way for students to network as well? Like how, how should students go about that? Absolutely. You know, I think it can definitely um, be a good way to, again, do that research and see who's out there. Um, It can also be a good way to kind of research the individual that you're going to be speaking with. So if you can see their LinkedIn profile and see their jobs and, you know, where they went to school, and that can give you some information before you step into an informational interview. So that can be helpful as well. Right. Yeah, just a good step into it. No, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I I love networking as a skill on here because it's something that I'm I'm still working on it, but it really does make all the difference. And I think that even kind of goes with our fourth skill here that we're going to be talking about because I think that with networking, but it seems like with everything, developing a strategy can be very important, but sometimes kind of difficult. So what do you have to say about that? (laughs) Yes. Developing a strategy is, um, again, a skill you will use forever. Um, In terms of high school students, I think application, looking at the application, college application as a whole, and really identifying each individual piece and what parts what, what do you want to say about you in each piece? That can be an important part of developing a strategy for the application process. Um, but it's also thinking about um, how, how you want to present yourself. So if you are applying for a job, the two pieces would be the resume and the cover letter. So how do you get those two pieces to represent who you are and complement each other, but not repeat each other? Um, so that you really need to sit down and and develop a strategy in terms of what information you want to put in each part. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. And at least at my school, we have like, like you were saying, like a career services center, and they've really helped me with internships and everything, figuring out exactly how to write my resume and cover letter and make them look how I want them to and present myself well. And so I think those resources are definitely good to have and um, just finding people who can help you develop a good strategy. Cause I think sometimes too, it's hard for college students and high school students to figure that out on their own too. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. kind of a lot. <laughs> so, um, so I definitely think finding good resources is a good, a good right. tip. And I think the strategy piece is also where, you know, the first couple of skills kind of come together, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're pulling in what you learned about yourself and the building self-knowledge and what you learned about the company and the or the mission of the college in the researching part. And then information you gathered through networking about what's important to an industry, you're pulling that in as well. So all of those things kind of come together when you get to the strategy. That's true. That's true. So it's like you kind of have to have all those to figure out, you know, the best strategy for 
doing. That's a good way to put it for sure. Yeah. Well, I think having a strategy is obviously very important, but then this next skill I think is one of my (laughs) most challenging. Do you struggle with this? Oh, I struggle with this so much. (laughs) I like anyone who knows me will probably the one thing they know is that I'm the worst decision maker ever. I'm so indecisive and I guess that brings us into our next skill, which is decision making. Decision making. <laughs> yes. So again, really important skill. You will use this when you decide which colleges you want to apply to, which college you want to attend, and then you'll use it when you're deciding what major you want to pick. And, um, and then again, into the job internship process, all of that as well. So what are the best ways to kind of hone your decision-making skills? Well, there's a few steps. The first step is to review your priorities. So what led you to this decision in the first place? So if you're trying to make your final college decision, go back to the building self-knowledge and thinking about what's important to you and how you learned and what, what you kind of developed as your college criteria when you before you started the whole process of applying to colleges and researching colleges and all of that. So what what were your priorities? And again, with your job or internship um, process, that can be a good first step too. Like what are your priorities in getting this job or getting this internship? Um, and then again, asking questions is so important in so many of these skills, um, but this here it's really essential. So thinking about what questions you have left, what further information do you need to gather, and then going and collecting that information. And then the fourth one is probably my favorite because I'm a really visual person, but I'm really big on making pros and cons list. So once you have all your questions answered, you have all the information you need, make a pro and con list of the good and bad aspects of that final decision. And then the last step is you have to actually make the decision. But I always tell students, make the decision, but sit on it for a while. Certainly tell one or two trusted individuals so it feels real, but don't announce it to the world just yet. So make the decision and then just kind of keep it close for a little bit so it sinks in and it feels right. And then when you're ready, make the announcement and officially accept the job or officially accept the internship or whatever it may be. Yeah, I love that last one. That's so interesting to think about because I feel like with me, sometimes I feel like when I make a decision, I have to just make the decision and then everyone has to know and that's it. And I think being able to kind of sit there and let it sink in is important to do. Um, so I think that's yeah. a great tip. That whole process, yeah. That You broke it down really well because I'm still struggling with that. <laughs> and, but well, that, let me tell you, it just gets harder once you get I to know, college. <laughs> I know it does. And, and the other tip I often tell students is give yourself a deadline. So sometimes if you say, I have to make this decision by noon on this day, that can really help in terms of cutting down the agony. You that know. is true. Yeah, I like that. I'm definitely that kind of person, too. I like the structure and having <laughs> a deadline to do something. So yeah. Yeah. I think, yes, that's good, rather than just letting it linger and being like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> right. um, yeah. No, but I yes, so decision-making skills, definitely 
a big deal, whether you're in college or not yet. Um, But I think after you make the decision, there comes another hard part, which is (laughs) figuring out how to handle the transition into whatever decision you've made. So how would you suggest students best do that? So handling transitions or handling change, this is um, a, a great thing to, and it may be something that you'll never really master, but I think if you really know how to anticipate what you may struggle with as you face change, that can certainly help. And again, this is important, you know, as you go from high school to college and then college to adulthood and then new jobs, even transitioning into a marriage and having kids. And, you know, life is just one major transition after the other. So definitely being able to think about, okay, how do I handle change and what do I need to anticipate as I move into that process is important. So here's a couple steps to think about. Um, One is the logistical aspects. So how, how is your physical existence going to change, right? So are you going to live somewhere new? Are you moving to a new state? Um, How far away from home will you be? How often will you be home? Um, And also thinking about just everyday things like where do you go to the, how do you get food? Where's the grocery store? How far away are your classes? Are you going to have to walk? Or will the weather be vastly different than where you previously lived? So just kind of thinking of all the logistical aspects that will be different, um, that is an important uh, first step. And then again, going into, okay, what challenges will that present for me? What information do I need to find to face those challenges? And then moving through those steps there. Um, The next piece I think is a big one is the social changes. So when you're transitioning to a new place in your life, you're often building new relationships. So you're coming from a place where people may know you really well, and then you may be going to a place where no one knows you really well. And building those deep relationships can really take time. And I think this is why I often hear from, especially first-year students, that college is lonely. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think a lot of that has to do with the shift from having those deep relationships to having new relationships. Um, So I think examining social changes can be a big deal. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this may also apply if you're moving to a new city for a new job after graduation or starting a new job at a new company or working at an internship. Yeah. No, I wish I had this before I came to college and just really was able to look at each of these areas. I mean, I'm visual too, so it's nice to see all of this and think about it. But yeah, coming to college, I I wasn't expecting it to be such a hard social change, but it definitely is. Even I mean, I feel like it could be even for people who are staying close to home or going somewhere where they might know people. It's still a totally new environment and that can be it can be tough but that's yeah I think that's a very important part of change too Mm -hmm. Um, and the next one is responsibilities so thinking about how you your responsibilities are going to change in this new um, transition Um, so this may be you know going to college you may have more academic demands right and you're more Mm -hmm. independent and responsible for yourself 
Um, if you're starting a new job, you may be learning new tasks and skills or maybe how to supervise people or how to connect with new customers or sell a product that you're not super familiar with. So having increased or different responsibilities can be stressful as you face change. So thinking about, okay, what are these new responsibilities going to be? How is that going to be challenging for me? And what do I need to do to face that challenge and, and overcome it? Yes, so I think that's awesome. Changes yeah. in responsibilities, that's a good one. And then the last one um, is the emotional aspects. So all of these things can really affect your emotional well-being. Um, so I think it's important to think about how you take care of yourself. So oftentimes when I have students going to college, I'll say, I know you're an athlete and you work out every day. But when you go to college, you're not going to be an athlete. So how do we fit into that um, new routine places for you to work out? So again, going back to building that self-knowledge and knowing how you relax or how you take care of yourself, that can be really important. For my introverts, and I'm an introvert, so I can relate yeah. to that, I say, I need you to identify how you're going to have your recharge time. So how are you going to have time alone and um, able to recharge your batteries in your new environment? So oh, there's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was tough for me first semester because I am an introvert and you're just surrounded by people all day. And even when I wasn't, I was like driving myself crazy, trying to study and focus on school. And sometimes you just need to step back and <laughs> take right. that time for yourself. Like I've learned that taking time to do what I need to do and recharge, that actually makes me more productive when I'm working on schoolwork and it makes me more productive in other areas of life. So right. I, I think that's important. <laughs> And that's an important part of your emotional well-being. So you have to think about, okay, how did I do this in the past? And how am I going to do it in the new yeah. environment? So. Yeah. That's awesome. I totally yeah. Good. Well, that's, that's transitions. Oh, and then one, the last one in the transitioning piece is just identifying resources. So once you kind of go through all these challenges, again, and this is similar to some of the other tips we've talked about. Um, but identifying, okay, what resources do I have to help me with these challenges? And that may be a new boss or a professor or another mentor that you've met um, on campus or a parent, um, mm. but identifying the resources that you have in your new life uh, to help you through. So. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like it can be very hard to get through it alone sometimes. <laughs> like last semester I was like, okay, I'm going to try and just get through this. It'll be okay. But just being able to like call my parents at the end of the night or talk to a trusted friend, like it really does help you just to let out your challenges and have other people who can see it from a different perspective than you. Because <laughs> I feel yeah. like when you're in the middle of it, it's hard for you to view it from an outsider's perspective and figure out the best way to help yourself. So I think that's that's a really good tip too. Oh, I Honestly, all of these are such good skills and it's giving me so much to think about. And I'm already in college, almost done with freshman year, which is also crazy. Time goes by so fast. <laughs> I know. It's sad, I know. but... No, thank you so much, seriously, for coming on the podcast and giving all of this great knowledge. Do you have anything else you want to add? Any other tips or is that about I, it? 
I think just looking at my notes, the one I forgot to mention in the researching that is helpful for students researching a major um, is specifically if you're looking at an academic department, looking at the professor bios and the list of required classes. And I always have high school students do this too. So researching a major is an important part in the researching skills set oh, too. Oh, definitely, so, yes. So that make sure you apply that one there too. Yes, I, that's, a, that's a good tip. Good to bring that up. No, I, I think this has been great. Thank you so much again. And to everyone listening, I will have all of Catherine's links and everything in the description of the show. You should go check her out. She's awesome. And she's been a great resource to me. So Aww. thank you again, Catherine. Thanks, You're awesome. Meredith. Thanks of for course. asking me. I'm so glad yes. to be a part of it. And congratulations on your podcast. You're doing oh, great things, thank too. Thank you. You're so sweet. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much again for listening to this week's episode of A Genuine Girl Podcast. If you enjoyed it, I would really appreciate a rating or a review on iTunes or wherever else you may be listening. Also, remember to follow me on social media at One Genuine Girl. Have a great week, and I will see you next Sunday. Bye!